You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Hey, Harper. Hey, Harper. Say hi. <laughs> uh, Rachel, sure, right? Yeah. Sure. Like, are you sure? I'm sure. Rachel sure. Sometimes people will be like, are you sure about this? I'll be like, I'm Rachel sure. And then they hate me for like 10 seconds and then they laugh like that. And then I win them over. want to request, if I could, a Britney Spears impression. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this actually might even be better than usual because I've been dying with the flu. But... Yeah. Hmm, all right, let's see if you can do it. I actually had to do that for Frank Wildhorn once. I mean, right, I'm here with Rachel Schur. We're in Bryant Park. Gorgeous. There's a fabulous parade going on right now. Yeah. Um, a lot of flags and drums and... Tai Chi. There are people doing yeah. Tai Chi down the street. I'm yeah. into it. Some type of... Asian pride going on today. Maybe I, I googled it on the way. Oh. It has to do with love and compassion. I'm in. Cool. We need that, right? We need a lot of it. I need it. We all need <laughs> it. Speaking of what we need, you all need to check out uh, Reality Check. It's uh, Rachel's business. It's it's a tea company with a dose of what you need. Meaning, there's little cute messages on the tea bags. But they're not cute. They're like, yo, go get a job. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, I. Uh, it's funny because there's so many different... Uh, there's so many different stories of how it came to be. I mean, I, you know, the easy story is that I went through a bad breakup years ago and I was really bitter. And I think it was, it was really right around, I'm dating myself, but when Instagram was getting really 
popular and a lot of people were using it to promote who they are and promote their brand and but also I thought it just felt like people were really just showing highlight reels. Do you know what that they means? They still are. Oh yeah, are they still that's, doing a, that's, that? that's all it is. Come oh, on. I didn't realize. Who's putting something bad on their Instagram? Exactly. So um, it just it, it it came kind of to a head when I, I noticed my ex had posted something about like being truthful and it was a tea company like Yogi Tea or you know yeah. those that talk about how important it is to be truthful and I went oh my god you know that's the last thing that guy is and um, so I said well, wouldn't it be funny if uh, there was a tea company that told you what you really needed to hear like go get a job and you could call it reality and, that was brilliant did yeah. that just kind of come to you or it how did that me. happen I was on the phone with my dad and I was just like spouting that idea because I was so mad and he was like that's actually a really good idea hang up the phone and try to like try, you know patent that word or phrase or whatever and see what you can do and I bought the name uh, you know I bought the website and then I ended up uh, applying for uh, trademark and then yeah now would you consider yourself an entrepreneur like naturally or no. did you really never you were just like I'm just doing this out of spite and I think it'll be fun it wasn't even out of spite I think at the time um, you know there's a point in every actor's life where they are not working and everyone tells you well make something for yourself like make something of your own and I was actually getting really annoyed by that because I was like nobody wants like at the time like nobody wants to see another web series about like a single Jewish girl in New York City like no one wants to see that I don't even want to write that or be in that and um, so when that kind of came to be I just thought alright well this is something I can make up my own and make for myself and um, it was so hard but uh, just trying to learn how to sell a product which I'm still learning I'm not I would not say I am you know I don't know Bezos by any stretch of the imagination but um, what have you learned throughout the process um, I think the biggest thing is not taking it personally because I think when I first thought of the idea you know all my friends were like that's brilliant but I mean there are people out there that are probably looking at the product and thinking, oh, it's fine, it's cute, I'm not going to buy it, but, uh, you know, and I think I thought, well, why isn't everyone buying this, um, and then you realize you're only targeting, a specific, like you were just saying, a specific audience, and people that really want to subscribe to that idea, and in a way, it taught me not to take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, I go through that, I've gone through that before also with the right. stage, but, yeah. you know, not everyone likes pizza and you're like how can't you like my no, they just don't like it they just don't like it's pizza there's that's exactly this one says guys um this one says it's actually a good one like you okay. don't get to see it it's a it's a good topic of conversation because um rachel was just talking about how like when you're in that in-between phase where you're trying to book that role and people are saying just create it for yourself this one says don't worry if you hate your job we all do um, currently, I'd like to think that Rachel loves her job right I now. I do love my job. But when you're not booked, when you're not doing maybe what you yeah. aspire to do and you're doing another job, like this one, let's see if you can read it. There it is. How did yeah. you get through the times when you weren't booking and yeah. like this? Well, was I was in on? fitness too. I was, you do I, yo you did I yoga was and what else? I yoga and then I worked um, in a, at a dance cardio studio for a while, which is like really intense uh essentially dance cardio meets hit 
and then light sculpt and weights and everything. And you're doing that entire class with everybody. Um, it's just really, really hard. And you're waking up at 5 a.m. every day and training clients and everything. And I, as, it actually was an amazing side hustle, but I think that I was so tired. And just by the time I was getting to auditions, I was miserable. So, yeah, I just started to kind of resent that lifestyle I had for a while because I was just cheap and yeah. I was not, you know, doing what I moved to New York to really do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you just you just have to remind yourself, like, nothing is permanent. You're not going to be in that situation forever. And, you know, if you want change and you apply yourself to make change, it's going to happen. You know, you have to tell yourself that because if you're just kind of wallowing in it, I mean, yeah. good luck. Yeah, patience and consistency. Just yeah. stay consistent and then you have to be patient. Then. Right. Because if you don't hold out and you, you move on, then obviously it'll never happen. Yeah, and you always wonder what if or um, you might resent what you're currently doing or resent the people around you. You know, you really got to, you know, believe in yourself and I know people say that all the time but especially in this industry no one's going to believe in you no one until you convince enough people to believe in you um, so if you can really just say like I know I'm good I love what I do and someday it's just going to fit the right story I'm supposed to tell or the right show I'm supposed to be in it's, that's going to keep you going and I did I mean there was a moment I wasn't working for a while and I was starting to think, all right, maybe I'm done. And instead of just walling in that, I just started taking a ton of different classes, like Meisner, film and TV, musical theater, dance. I just went nuts with classes. And I started to find myself more um, through that. And then I, I had such a specific idea of what kind of shows I was going to be doing, you know. So I stopped going in for everything and realizing, oh, okay, I get who I am as an artist. I'm going to just really target the shows that I could do. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Like, in the industry, a lot of, especially people just getting to the city young in their career, oh, yeah. they're just going to go in for anything, anything. and everything. Yeah. And you have to in a way. You know, yeah. I think like when I first auditioned, moved to the city, I had really long red hair. I was really skinny. I was a dancer and singer. And I mean, I went in from everything from like The Wizard of Oz to Legally Blonde to, you know, Rent. I, I, anything. I just wanted to be in anything. And, and it took me a while to realize like, all right, maybe I'm not going to be in Legally Blonde, you know, or maybe The Wizard of Oz is like not really calling my name, but I think in order, when you first get here, to expose yourself to all that, you're not going to know that unless you try to, to do that. Yeah. You spent a lot of time in the land of Jersey Boys, right? I did. That was your Broadway debut? It was. Cool. Yeah. And you love it? I love Jersey Boys. I I think it was the most it was the most interesting dynamic. Because you, a girl in that show, there's three girls, mm -hmm. and... When I joined the tour, it was like three girls and it what felt like a million straight theater guys. That's like, that was rare and just the strangest dynamic. A lot of the guys were married, but some were single and we all ended up dating each other. I mean, it was a mess. It was truly a mess, but it was hilarious at the same time. But I think it also kind of like made the energy of the show what it was because it was, it was a lot of tension between the men and women and, um, and, the music is amazing and the acting 
and the story is so good. I mean, that script is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of legally Legally Blonde, they had that like MTV reality the show. The Search for Elle Woods. Yeah, right? I actually went to school with the girl that won, Bailey Hanks. I was gonna say that. Didn't she go there? Yeah. Okay. Um, Crazy. Thinking about you saying like, oh, there's some straight, some married, some blah blah. Yeah. It was a mess. I yeah. think like from MTV's, uh, uh, what was it called? Oh no, it's blanking on me. They're all living in a house together. Real world. Real world. Uh, yeah. They need. To, speaking of web series that are ever done, a new one could be like an a Broadway show. See, you and I need to talk world. because yeah. I, I actually have been trying to pitch a reality show for you know actors living in New York. Yeah. And yeah, I mean you can you can make it whatever you want, but I mean we're I feel like we have way more interesting stories to tell than any of these like yeah. Vanderpump rules. Like they're all just getting drunk. You wanna see some crazy stuff we have to go through? <laughs> like I know one girl right now that's in a show with her ex's new wife. I mean that's mm. who has to do that? It's insane and it's theater so everyone yeah. must put on a happy face. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, it's insane to me. Okay. What do you guys think out there? <gasps> Respond uh, on the podcast or IGTV. Let yeah. us know if you're into that real world Broadway edition. Call it like living the dream. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm Rachel sure. Okay, good. All right, so you just went on for uh, Roxy <sighs> recently. Yeah. Is it every time you go on, no matter how many times you've, you've, you've done it, just since, since it's not so consistent, oh, is yeah. it always that like little bubbles oh, in your yeah. stomach feeling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's twofold because it's Roxy, which is such an iconic role. It's like the fam of the opera. You know what I mean? It's Roxy Hart. So you cannot suck. You just you have you can't suck. It, it just the show will fall apart. Um, but Roxy's first song is on this ladder, and it's pretty high up. And I am really petrified of heights. Like really, really scared. Um, so my nervous stomach is actually because I have to get on that ladder and sing that song. But um, I went yeah. to the show. Yes, and. The ladder, I'm sure it's sturdy, but it looks kind of ghetto from like, it looks, it's oh, like yeah. you whip, especially when they. And they you're whip. not holding on it. I mean, they don't have you. Yeah, I mean, just up there. You have to trust your hands and your arms. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I also, I mean, I'm sure, I was talking to a girl last night, like Chicago for most of people my age was the soundtrack we all listened to in like day in and day out and I remember like doing the cell block tango in my living room when I was like 10 years old so sometimes like even just doing cell block every night I'm like this is so trippy and it's so because you get so nostalgic about it living the dream actually actually yeah and Roxy was no not sarcastically actually living the dream Roxy was such a dream role of mine it almost seemed like oh I mean that'll never happen so I think doing it every night is nuts so you have a lot of billies that rotate through in the show um you made your debut as Roxy with Cuban Gooding Jr that is right how was that how, how, Crazy. Was, how was that yeah a roller coaster I mean he has, he's, he has so much energy and he really is committed to the story and he really understands the story and he's with you he is not checking out he is not on autopilot so you know I mean talk about yes and you're just flying the minute the show starts with him, you're just yeah. you're you're on a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in, get ready. Get ready, yeah. Uh, any other uh, notable billies that you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. This guy's coming through. Um, or it was 
seemingly cool, and then you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> right? Well, I would never say yeah, that. Yeah, I know. You know, I, um, just, I just had to test Yes, exactly. See what you'd spill. Right? Um, one of my favorite Billies is Tom Hewitt, who is a Tony nominee for, for Dracula, and... He's, I call him the goat. He's just so great. He's the goat. And he had no idea what I was talking about at first, so he thought I thought he sounded like a goat. I was like, no, you're just the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I, so I love doing the show with him. He's so good. His belly gets kind of dark and twisted, and his voice is amazing. So love Tom Hewitt. So you've gone through some hair phases you already talked about a little bit. I was going to bring it up because you've done the long, the short, the different oh, colors. God, right? Yeah. I always feel like that's uh, a thing with the ladies of like, I just want to cut my hair off. Yeah. Or like, I just, they cut their hair off and then they're like, I just want long hair. It's, it's, it's awful. I, 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 I will be the first one to say that I've definitely tried it all. Um, I had a moment in time where I was very blonde. I, I, I did a role in a chorus line and they wanted me to go blonde and then. It's like Val, right? Yeah. And then I kind of wanted to just, I, I think my agents at the time, which. This is probably the reason why I left them, but they were like, stay blonde. Just stay blonde for a bit. Let's see what happens. And I was just going in for the wrong parts, dating the wrong guys, just like feeling so weird about myself. Um, and so I call it the Blonde Chronicles, just that time in my life where I was blonde and it just did not work well for everyone. So I had to go back to my roots. But, <laughs> yeah. You're full of it. Rachel Schur. Yeah. I'm Rachel Schur. And now going back to that was great. Yeah. Um, can we go to the Blonde Chronicles a little yeah. bit? Because I love in the podcast, for those that are listening, that are a lot of them are chasing that dream or just trying to get the privilege or right to say I'm I'm consistently working. Right. And they're going through the Blonde Chronicles, maybe. Yeah. You know, like, what can you share that would help somebody going through Blonde Chronicles? Um, there are a few things I learned. I think the first one was um, don't take anything personally, whether it's dating or uh, auditions, um, classes that you take, any feedback you get from even your day job. It's really not about you at the end of the day. It's really just what's happening in that moment um, for that other person. Um, and, I, yeah, I think I just took a lot of stuff personally, and I felt like... If I had one bad audition, that just meant I was never going to go back in for that office. And if I have one bad audition, then the rest of the, you know, the ones I have in the near future are going to be bad. Something must be wrong with me. So I think a lot of the self-talk I had uh, wasn't the best. And once I realized, like, this just doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm okay. And what's right for me will will pass me by. Um, I started to chill out a little bit more. But, yeah, it was a very, I was pretty anxious. It was a really anxious time, and I was not happy. Um, so, yeah, I think I had to find my own happiness. The best advice I ever got was Rachel with a job in theater has to be the same Rachel without a job. And that was that seemed impossible at the time because I just thought, well, if I have a theater job, I'm just going to be happier because I'm doing what I love. Um, and that is layered, but I think at the end of the day, you really just have to love yourself with or without a job, with or without a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, with or without the dream life you've envisioned yourself. Um, it's just making life so much easier. And you, you, it's deep work. I mean, it took me years, and I didn't work for a few years, probably. But 
I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for anything because it made me a better actor and just a better person too. You know, more importantly, a better person. That's yeah. great. I usually <clears throat> I call it who's in the car. Ooh. Um, so an amazing car drives by and they're like, wow, that car is amazing. And I always am like, but who's in the car? the car? Meaning like, is that person sitting in the seat happy? Did they steal that car? I <laughs> don't know. Right. It, it's obvious, but like, we really, in my opinion, not enough people make that, oops, make that correlation where getting the show or making more money or getting the boyfriend or whatever it's all the same i feel like getting the show they we don't think like hey when i get this it doesn't mean i'm gonna be happy no or i might be happy for a, a second and then i'm in the show and now i'm you know, and then like, you see the skeletons of the show and then you realize like oh this is still a job and i have to work you know six days a week i get one day off and i do eight shows whatever i mean Everything has its skeletons, no matter what you're doing. You know, there's no perfect person out there. Um, there's a perfect person for you, but you're going to have to deal with their baggage just as they're going to have to deal with yours, you know? And it, I think the more you really feel so solid about yourself, a lot of that stuff will rattle you. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, have a really hard time and then get the Broadway show in the midst of that hard time and they think all their problems are solved, two months later, they're just still miserable, but now they have a show, you know? So you really got to do this work first before it's too late. Going back to reality check yeah. and, like, the, the idea of all performers kind of having that little entrepreneur spirit inside of them. Yeah. What kind of difficulties did you find when you're trying to still be an actress and still now oh my God, yeah. chase this passion of starting a business? Well, I was a genius because I launched Reality Check the day I started rehearsals for Jersey Boys at New World Stages. Oh. Yeah. So I remember like being in music, which thank God I knew the show at this point, but I remember being in music rehearsals and my phone would oh, beep every five seconds like, new order coming in, new order coming in, new order... And I had really pre-packaged a lot of tea prior to rehearsal starting. But, yeah, I remember getting home from rehearsal, like, wrapping and packaging tea and shipping it out and, like, going back to... I mean, it was it was pretty chaotic. And I quickly began to realize that, you know, if you want to start a business, you can't really do anything else. I mean, especially with a product or a brand. Um, God bless you. My dog just sneezed. Um, but... Reality Check has really become this really lovely creative outlet for myself, and it has steady a steady profit flow, and we have great um, customers that are returning, so maybe one day if I'm just like, goodbye, Broadway, and I dive myself in, it could really, it could really be something, but I'm happy with where it is right now, too. Yeah. What would you say Reality Check is best for as far as, like, gifting? What's a, what's a good opportunity you know for we, gifting Reality Check? We just did a bridal shower, which was actually really fun. We'll also do custom tags, so... Um, we do custom tags, so we, um, we actually asked the girl throwing the bridal shower for this bride, what are some funny stories about this bride? What does she hate? What does she like? Um, 
and we put the hashtag of her wedding on it and just some funny uh, quotes. So you can about customize. Getting married. You guys customize. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was really fun to do. Um, it, the theme was, you know, just a, a lovely mad tea party, um, and they had a really good time. Yeah. So I think that was fun. We've done. Um, I did one wedding, so it was like a parting gift. We had like, today was a dream. Now back to reality. I'm like, please take a, you know, that's good. bag of tea. So I, I, I think that's actually been really fun. And for gifts, it's like, it's that funny gift you want to get somebody that just totally gets your sense of humor and doesn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Here, here, you can come see. What kind of dog is Harper? Harper's a golden doodle. Oh. She, um... Yeah, do that. Yeah. Have, uh, Harper chill. She's just a grand old gal, and, uh, she really likes... Make uh, sure your mic is in good. Yeah. Here we go. Grand old gal. Yeah. She, she's cute. Yeah, she's a cutie. She really likes people. She likes dogs. She loves people. The opposite of us, right? We love dogs. Isn't that funny? I wonder if she got that from me because, you know, I love dogs so much and people are like, whatever. Yeah. All right, you want to get down? Right. We'll say goodbye to your fans. Bye. What's your favorite cheat meal? Oh, no. Am I allowed to say Italian food? Because I, yeah. I mean, I just love Italian food. I could eat cacio e pepe and bolognese and pizza all day long. I could, I could really, I'm like a bottomless pit with spaghetti and pasta. So for all the aspiring people to get on the fitness train, how do you avoid eating that every day? Chickpea pasta, quinoa pasta. Because um, it really, I mean, I, I started working with a nutritionist because it, it got out of control. And um, and I always kind of felt like I needed carbs for energy. Um but man, chickpea pasta—they—they they, they cracks the code. I feel like with gluten-free pasta, it's yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah. So you found a substitute. I did. Yeah. There you go. It doesn't have to be necessarily a mental battle. You can just simply yeah. find something that's similar to it, but not. Exactly. Okay, yeah. word. Yeah. That was our little fitness portion there. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I also that. do love ramen. I'm a ramen freak. Okay. Um, and I live right next to Ivan Ramen, that really famous ramen shop from the chef's table. So yeah, I have to. I have to. Tell us something about ramen that a normal person like me wouldn't know. Like I just know ramen for ramen. Like what's the like the actual? What are the actual potential? What's the actual potential of ramen? You know, it, it also is good for you, too. I mean, we're all on this bone broth chain right now. And, I mean, this is broth that is, like, seeped in the marrow of, you know, really amazing different meats and fishes. So just the broth alone could really change your life. Um, but some of these, the noodles that they put in, the, the guy at Ivan Roman, like, toasts the rye noodles before he even cooks them so they have such a good texture. Man, I could, like, go off. I'll go on ramen all day. But um, We'll have you back for part two just yeah, to talk about just ramen. ramen. Yeah, <laughs> But it's, uh, it, you know, as thick and as, like, crazy and messy as it is, it, it could be good for you, especially if you're sick. Get ramen. I want to request, if I could, a Britney Spears impression. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this actually might even be better than usual because I've been dying with the blue. But yeah. Hmm, all right, let's see if we can do it. Oh, yeah, baby, I got 
impression and I was like yes and he's like you gonna do it I was like you want me to do it right now he's like it's on your resume let's go <laughs> um, I had to do it called you out and what yeah. he, was he into it I can't remember I think like, I was just like thanks. so yeah I think it was like huh oh, funny <laughs> <laughs> so going to promote our real world living yes. the dream um, reality show oh I would so love it I would do it too. What do you want to know? I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, okay. I would say it. Maybe. Would you be cast yourself in it now? Which one would you be? Would you be like the fun girl that everyone loves that goes to for like advice, or would you be like, would you stir up the waters and you'd no. be fighting everyone every day? No, I'm or- the least confrontational person you'll ever meet. Uh-huh. So in a way, I'm bad for reality TV. Um, I, God, I hate confrontation. But that's what reality TV is. I know. That's all I they know. want. They but maybe want- I could change it. Maybe it doesn't always have to be people fighting. You know, it could be people like complaining. I'm good at that. <laughs> Do that. Right. Is, is that interesting though? Watching people. No. Complain? I think. But it you might know, be. It, might, it could depends be. on what you're complaining about. But I think if you're like realistic about like what the world <laughs> and the life is as an actor, that's a pretty fresh take because I think yeah. a lot of people are just going to tell you how grateful and blessed they are, which is a real thing, and you should be grateful for work. But there are parts of living in New York that are really hard. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Florida, so you know if things got hard. We went to the beach. Things get hard. We go hide at a bar. Right. 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 Um, Yeah. All right, guys. This is uh, Rachel Sure with me. Reality Reality check. check. How do you? um, I'm gonna just cover my face. It's better that way. How do you spell that on the gram? It is R E A L I T E A. Check. Got it. And then your website has this great um, logo where. It's like uh, Reala, is it a T with like a check a mark? Tea, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah. So I asked you how people usually gift it because I wanted ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got asked to be in one of my friends, uh, his uh, wedding party. There you go. So I think yeah. you're going to see, one. you're going to be in, um, like you were talking about the notifications, you're going to be coming off uh, the stage one night and you're going to see on yourself on your dressing room. Order purchase, Joe Roscoe. So that's coming for sure. Yeah. All right, y'all, check out Rachel in Chicago, the musical. Thanks again for Thank joining for us on Bill for the Stage podcast. Thanks, Harper. Bye, Harper. You made it. All right, I'm sure you were into that one with Rachel Schur right there. So be sure to come back again to <laughs> listen to some more podcast episodes on Built for the Stage podcast or go to the Instagram TV channel and you can watch them there. Thanks again to Rachel for being a good sport and being on the episode. You can see her in Chicago. Don't forget, until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Try a free trial. Okay, bye. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.